Hello, my name is Brandi Hofer, your host and founder of Color Me Happy, a community podcast and book, all of which I started in my in-home studio whilst in the throes of motherhood. I am an artist, author, educator, and mother to three beautiful boys. We live and create together in our in-home studio that is tucked away in the quiet Canadian prairies. Our podcast and community was built to empower and inspire. We chat about everything from motherhood, the art world, business, and health in the most honest and authentic way. It's totally unedited and unfiltered. If you love what we do here, become a part of our free community, Color Me Happy. We have grown the community to support our members with features and interviews. Our link is in the notes. Thank you for being here. I sure do appreciate your time. Hello, welcome to Color Me Happy uh, podcast. Uh, I almost said community. (laughs) They're one and the same. Thank you for being here. I sure do appreciate your time. Um, I had all these hopes of like, I'm back in the studio and if you're watching this on YouTube or in video, you can see I'm I'm back down in the studio hoping so hard. I had like a 1.30 in the afternoon, like, ah, oh, I'm going to do all this stuff. Then I remembered that I was super sick and still ran a 35-person 30, workshop yesterday and went to like this big event at Nouveau the night before. I'm like, you crazy, just rest. Um, resting's okay. But I was really excited because... I was wanting to take a clay course, so I was getting, like, really set up for that, and I just, I couldn't, I can't do it. I, it's 621, and I'm, like, so done, and you know what? That's okay. It's okay to rest. It's okay to be like, I'm done for the day. I'm going to go watch Downton Abbey (laughs) and hang out with my husband and my kids and just chill Um, and eat some food and and tomorrow probably, hopefully, will be better. If not, then I have to rest again. Uh, and, I mean, we all know it's it's like, well, here in Canada, it's back to school. So we have, my husband just warned me yesterday, 12 days, so 11 now, until school starts, which is good. I'm excited for that new routine coming. Um, I hope you all are well. Um, I, you're really going to like this episode Um, because as you know, and as I've mentioned before, the sex ones are the most popular for, I guess they're just, they're great. They're open ones. Um, this one is with Darcy Heck and she started in the coaching world and then she got into, uh, pleasure for not just women. She supports women, men, and um, everyone who falls on the spectrum for pleasure. And uh, so it was a good conversation. I'm really excited for you to hear it. Um, I think the more we support one another and have these open conversations and talks, the more we can grow and accept and um, and uh, not only that, but be our best selves for us, you know? And we talked a lot about self-care and what that actually is um, because self-care is just such a overused term. Um, and so, I, yeah, it was, a, it was a good one. And, of course, my brain is just, like, so toast. But I still want to put out this podcast. <laughs> um, I'm really, really excited. Um, we have, if you're local... Our upcoming uh, Choose Love and Join Hands in Truth and Reconciliation uh, ceremony coming up on September 19th. And so you can come place your hand on the wall and choose love with us. We've also got some a surprise, um, which I think I can mention to you because uh, you're a supporter. And um, so I spent a whole day turning the mural into like a digital design mock-up for t-shirts which is just gorgeous and I can't wait for you to see them Um, so Lloydminster Region Health Foundation will be announcing that and they will be available Um, and I got mine but I have been sworn to secrecy visually (laughs) online (laughs) but anyway I can't wait for you to hear hear this and um, please reach out anytime I'm really chatty on Instagram at Brandy Hofer Studios and uh, join our community and share what you're working on. 
or if you have questions or need support. Um, if you're a mural class taker, if you're in our mural class, I'm including a new video in there um, of our updated Choose a Mural. So thank you all for being here and your support and uh, we'll chat with you soon. Which I really love. Yes. Yeah. Welcome Darcy Heck. Okay, Woo! Darcy. So uh, when you first started, I actually don't really know what you do. So okay. take me from the beginning. <laughs> We've known each other a really long time. Yes. Uh, so I want to hear about the uh, evolution of how you got mm -hmm. to here and um, why it started everything. Okay. Why it started. That's probably a good spot to talk about the evolution. So uh, I had my daughter in 2021 and that was number three. So we were going to be done after that. And I've always had a really good upbringing, a really good life, happy go, but always something seemed to be missing. So fast forward a couple months, I hired my first life coach and I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, we'll just do this six month um, container type thing. And I was just flabbergasted of like how much I needed that, how much that influenced my life just to have a support system there of somebody I've never even met in the flesh yet, who became like a sister, who became like a friend still to this day. And then I was like, okay, well, I like people and I like helping and I want flexibility and I want to change the world and I want to empower. So I'm like, I want to do this myself. So um, kind of started that process and was like, how do I do this? What does this look like? Can I do this? Like, and where do I even begin? So I technically declared myself as a coach last August and have pivoted into now being a full-fledged self-pleasure coach for women. And so were you planning on going into self-pleasure from the beginning or it would like, it just like slowly like your things sparked and like what sparked that? Things sparked because I started with self-love. And that was kind of a tricky sell. Like, I don't really like that word sell, but when you're trying to get into people's worlds and you're trying to get them to be vulnerable and you're trying to get them to feel feelings, self-love was too broad. And um, I needed to narrow it down to be like, okay, well, I could help all women in some capacity, but like, I don't have the energy. I don't have the capacity myself, nor can I help everyone. Because if you don't want to be helped, then that changes things. And my journey, my self-discovery was self-pleasure. So when I was on my medical slash naturopath slash like trying to figure all of my shenanigans out, it was all about self-pleasure. It was all about um, how I was feeling internally, how I was feeling with my body parts and how none of them were connecting, none of them were Like before, talking. during, and like, at, well, I guess you're always a mother, but like, Yes. Following your births or always? Since I was 20 years old. Yeah. So from 20 to, you know, getting into a marriage, getting into kids, because my pregnancies were wonderful. I could get pregnant so easy and birthing was easy. So then that almost sparked something as in like, why is that? Like, why can I do all those things? Okay, but I'm not enjoying sex. I've never had an orgasm. I have an itchy vulva. I'm always tense. I feel like the anxiety is always creeping in, but like nothing made sense. And med medical doctors, bless their hearts, that's not what I needed. Yeah. So <laughs> I that couldn't. That would be the most awkward. <laughs> no, but, you, but that's not the really the way it should be. No. Do you think that like growing up here and then the generation that we were in, mm -hmm. like it's all hush hush. We never talked about it. Do you think that affected that for it you? It still affects not me, but it still affects many people. Um, because like even just trying to run a business on social media, we get bombarded and flagged all the time because we're using those words. And a lot of that can be triggered in the social media world because like we can't even say sex. Mm -hmm. Like I've lost my account already because I said sex and it was a picture of a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yes, we are still um, trying to, medical doctors, even mine have been shifting to see the need of like, there needs to be more than just them that 
can help and support these women because it's happening younger and younger. You know, it's happening to teenagers. It's happening just right out of high school to 18, 19 year olds where it hurts to have sex, where they don't know how to self-pleasure themselves, Mm -hmm. where they don't know how they need to feel in relationships if, you know, someone's paying attention to them. And you can have your support system within your family, but like, for instance, for us, it was never talked about because it was just never talked about. If I would have asked my parents, they would have told me, but I didn't know any different. We didn't grow up in the social media world. We didn't grow up with phones. So it was just a different era. Or you could Google everything. Yeah. Or ask Siri. Take off your beads. They're making a weird oh, clanking noise. No, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All things you have to think about. Yes. So um, we are still dealing with that in a fast-paced world as well because everything is just evolving so quickly, very fast, and... We just weren't. Not only that, it's kind of scary for kids because, like, if you're not talking about it, if there's not a safe space or a conversation or education, um, they can find the wrong material very easily. And you just you nailed it with that. Is we're learning in like our 30s and 40s the proper education of like, okay, what do our body parts mean? What do our body parts do together? And how do we use our body parts to enhance our life? And then from there, we're like, okay, we got to, you know, educate our spouse because he's got to get on or she's got to get on the, on the same page. Because if we're doing all the work and our spouse is over there being like, what's happening to you, (laughs) then the frustration and the lack of communication, if that exists, doesn't help with the role as well. But then now we have these kids that we're trying to raise and we also need to educate them. And it's all about... I always talk about that. I'm like, I'm going to be an open book. And other parents are like... Yes. I'm like, well, I really want to, first of all, like talk about consent. I have three boys. Yes. And like, I really want to talk about consent, like number one, like big time. Because their urges are very strong and it's right in front of them. And it's just, you know, the hormones are there. And The hormones are there. talk about self-pleasure when you're feeling things and and all of that like we know what's gonna happen right like so and it is like I was in an environment where it wasn't openly talked about and maybe they will be like but like (laughs) you know what I mean so what it's like I'm always there for them to talk to and I mean it's one of those situations because I'm not quite there yet that yeah I'll be like this is way harder than I thought it would be but like it's just it's just, yeah, you don't want to shame them. No. Because I remember still, I still feel shame. And I'm just like, I'm a grown ass woman. Yes. And like I have, and, and if anyone's tuned in and listens to this podcast, we, <laughs> and, or if you listen to, we talk about with Heather Sinfield, mm. all the, like we talked about from the beginning. So I don't want to retell my story. You can just tune into the first one. It's called Let's Talk About Sex. Yes. Uh, so, like, my journey of, like, it took until, like, I was 19 or something to have my first orgasm. Mm. And so, um, and it was, like, a friend's group. And they were, like, oh, let's go to this store in Halifax. And then <laughs> yeah, I was, like, get the what toy. is this stuff? Like, yeah, get some toys. And yes. we all, they are like, try stuff out and hear some uh, literature to read and yeah and then they're like if you don't like it return it and I was like I picked the actually I was like I picked the very wrong book <laughs> and they took it back I was like this was not for me <laughs> uh, and they're like okay so they helped me find something else but and that's a thing like everyone likes something really different yes and uh to not be afraid and not not like feel shame about it and not only that but like you don't need a partner to have an orgasm like I feel like is that like a good place to start it's the very first place you should honestly start because it's just like your cup being full or not being full it's like if you don't know what your body and your mind wants it's so hard to tell your partner because then you just have that extra energy coming in there being like well do you like this like no I don't but then it's just not the same type to, of... Yeah, and how you, how to communicate that. Yes. Which Heather actually came on with a follow-up. Oh, yeah, We actually did four. <laughs> we did four. She's amazing. Like, yeah, she's, she's amazing. amazing. Like, 
um, talking with your body and like how you broach those conversations. Yeah. Which and it's not always easy. We should. My, my partner, like, he. <laughs> He he aims to please, let's just say. Yes. So like he is like, I'm on board for whatever. Yes. You're on board for. That's fucking so awesome. Let's whatever like I'm yep. here for you. <laughs> yes. In fact, every day if you need me, I'm here for you. <laughs> yes. So uh, but, which is too eager in my opinion. <laughs> they're always ready. Men oh are God. men are simple. Men some are some are. Some some are. partners aren't the same. No. 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 So it's all different. But sex is just, it's good for the soul. But you have to, you have to start within yourself just like everything. That is a good Because you, I mean, I was 31, 32 before I had my first orgasm. Fuck. No wonder you were anxious. <laughs> you and, had it all bottled up. And now I just have this, I don't regret anything I don't like go oh my god I can't believe I just missed out on the last however many years I'm just like if I put that in the podcast I don't know 31 it's a very big that that's yeah yeah. that's crazy and that's actually normal once you get into this whole world you're like wow this is not because were you having were a lot of teenagers and 20 year olds having the sex that they wanted were they using the toys that they wanted were they dating the people that they wanted Maybe not, but I mean, the past is the past, but I was like, I want to bridge the gap between pleasure and humans and that it's okay. And even beyond, you know, masturbation, beyond sex, there's so many other pleasurable things that you can do, like flirting and playfulness and creativity and getting messy and, you know, all of those types of things. But bridging the gap of like, yeah, I was a late bloomer in the orgasm world, but I hope that I can help. Now you have the best orgasms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you waited so it long. It just is like, oh, I can't live without him now. That's for sure. And if it's okay to talk about, like, how did your partner, like, how did that change your relationship? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, bless his goddamn heart for sticking it out. Um, because, yeah, I have not been able to give him so many things as a male because they need love and attention and they need that too. Um, they're just simple creatures. We're a little bit more well-rounded in emotions and can have a lot of needs and that's okay. But yeah, he really fucking loves me. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. He really well, loves me. Everyone's different, right? And yes. you want to talk about that? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to talk about different orgasms? Like I know there's like, um, clitoral, mm-hmm. uh, cervical, like there's different ones. You want to talk about all the parts and all the chemistry <clears throat> and all the things? So sometimes I get that mixed up, but that's okay. Cause I'm not like, I just, I just get so excited. So yes, your clitoris is your, usually your number one because maybe cause it's outside and it has a shit ton of nerves and it's just easier to get to cause it's harder to find your G spot, which is actually not your G spot. It's just the inside of your clitoris, but a male named it that a long time ago. Cool. So <laughs> they will, yeah. And then the G spot is inside basically the same position as your clitoris, but just inside. So you would get like a G spot vibrator to get up in there or position yourself right with your husband and whatever his shape of his penis husband is. Husband or partner. Or partner, yeah, sorry. For sure. Or husband um, or partner shaping, you know, the dildo or his penis the right way so it's just it's way easier your clitoris is ready to go especially with the suction ones um and then you can get sorry so lots of some people won't know what you're talking about the suction oh, ones yeah like you suction right? ones. like <laughs> people won't know what you're so the suction ones will have like obviously the end where it looks like it's it's they're going new. to yes and they're powerful they're great they are powerful Whereas you'd get like the bullets or you would get the, I don't even know what they're called because there's so many of them, but you would be just vibrating the outside where your labia is and hitting those spots and then getting close to your clitoris. Cause you can be right on it, but that's super sensitive, but you can play around it and you can play like along your lips and, um, find those spots. Like I'm, my left side's my go side. My right side doesn't have as much 
dead to the world after baby. So, and it's just like, <laughs> but your feminine side is your left side. Oh, your masculine side is your right side. Mm. So that's where... In what kind of teaching? Like, so, um, I don't actually know what kind of teaching it would be, but then you'll just start picking up on like your dominant side. Your left side usually weaker as a woman. Your right side is usually stronger, whether you're a writer or, you know, a painter or you're cooking with your right or you're constantly doing stuff on your right side because we've been so conditioned to be in our masculine for so long. Yeah, we get shit done. Yeah, we have adrenaline running through us. We can doctor's appointments. We can make supper. We can remember your books are due next week and then maybe we can't. Um, we've been conditioned to be in our masculine forever. So women need to tap more into their feminine side and their creative side to flow and ease. But with the self-pleasuring, with the vibrators, they're so specific now because there's an endless amount. So when you do your research, which is super fun because there's fun colors and there's exciting pictures on there and graphics and you're like, oh, this looks fun. Um, the suction ones will go right on your clitoris. And my newest one is the Bella Air Vibe. So it actually goes inside me and vibrates my G-spot and comes out and sucks on my clitoris. Oh, I want one. And holy, yeah. And being able to do solo pleasure is just so fun. There's no one breathing really on you. It's It is. There's no one breathing There's on no you. There's no one breathing on you. <laughs> you get to just be in your own thoughts and your own feelings and you don't have to worry as much. I'm serious. <laughs> One of those things that I'm like, it is so funny. I sometimes say, stop breathing. Yeah. Or I say, <laughs> like, breath is on me. You just have to, it's so different. It is. And a lot of women need that because there's a 100 things you take off the table when you're solo pleasuring. There just is, just find your room. I mean, I even have to get creative. There's also no pressure. No pressure. There's a little <gasps> bit less one. pressure. Like, there is. When, whenever you're with someone or another person, like it's always, there's just that little bit, like you have to worry about them. And, yeah. Right. Like yes. there's always that element and yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, that's for you. And it's definitely less time consuming. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Because we take longer. I mean, statistically speaking, we can be anywhere between eight and 12 minutes. That's with sex. Men are like two minutes or less. But we can have multiple orgasms. It's harder for men to have multiple orgasms. And so that's fun because mm -hmm. you could keep going. Um, but the statistics are actually very interesting. And a lot of women, I actually did a live on this the other day. One thing to really start with when it comes to even sex and pleasure is knowing your desire. So you're either responsive or your spontaneous desire. That helps the before, that helps with the feelings, that helps with the, what type of human am I supposed to be when it comes to pleasure? Because with uh, movies, with magazines, with the general population, it says that women are supposed to be spontaneous, which means like we can just go. Yeah. And men are usually spontaneous. Um, what the confusing part of it is, which I loved reading about is, most women are responsive, so like we need like communication and to be seen and like really felt in the feelings department. But we also what what people don't understand about responsive desire is we actually have to physically get aroused with flirting, with holding hands, with making out, with the no pressure of it though, to get us built up as responsive desires. And then mm -hmm. the, the spontaneous is all of a sudden you're wet or you have an erection and then it's go time. Right. So they're polar opposites, of course, just like men and women are usually polar opposites too. I don't know why. I don't know why we were put on this earth with that, but like we're it's so just, opposite. We're, yeah. We're so opposite when it comes yeah. to anatomy and pleasure. Yeah. No, I definitely get what you're saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need emotional, like, mm -hmm. I need to like you that day mm -hmm. in order to have sex with you. And most like, of us women do. We love, <laughs> like, 
if you pissed me off and I felt stressed that day, the last thing I want to do is have sex with you. Yes. Like, it's not a turn on. I just want to go have a bath and read a book by myself (laughs) because I'm completely touched out, which we also had an episode on. That's a thing. It's just like, so there was a point in our lives, like, and I, like, had Heather on as like an emergency because I was like, I'm feeling this so hard right now. I'm so touched out. I can't have sex this many times a week because like I'm having trouble having an orgasm because like I'm so stressed like there's I'm yes. doing way too much and it's just this season of life realistically yes. it's just yes. a season of life yes we have so those we started scheduling sex as like a compromise so then he wouldn't bug me every day yes to have sex because it was like creating stress so yeah. that made it harder for it to happen and and um that's awesome though Right. And she's like, good for you for speaking out and then opening up those lines of communication. So then like Friday night was date night. We flirted all week. It like worked really well in that season (laughs) of life. And then like, of course, life changes and always evolves. And now it's more spontaneous and whatever, because our kids are getting older. And yeah, but like at that point where like you have all the kids sleeping with you and waking up all night (laughs) and whatever, like it's just not... Oh, the time where you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling sexy as hell. Oh Let's, my god, like, do it anytime. Like it's just not. And so yeah, I really it's important for me to like the person that day. Absolutely, <laughs> and to just get your husband or your spouse or your partner on board with that, so that it takes that whole conversation out of it. Like we, you know, Jared and I have got to that point as well, where it's like, just stop trying to put a reason on everything or a why. Sometimes I don't even know. Like one day I'm like, all right, let's do it three times. I love everything about you in me and and it's just good. The next day I'm like, don't look at me. I'm like, sometimes I know why, but sometimes I don't. But I'm like, just take the pressure off of like always wondering why. But that's just him being like his own kind of worst critic of like, she doesn't want to be with me and maybe she doesn't want me. So he does his own thing that he needs to do as a male and... Helps him because, like, they're emotional beings too, but they're usually physical. I think saying to your partner is really important. Like, Absolutely. it's not you. I just, like, today it's I have just, this going on, and, yes. like, I just can't, like, yes. I can't even think about that right now. Like, yes. I, I just painted a mural for 12 hours. Like, there's, yes, or just tired. plan. You know, if you're looking at your calendar, if you're a planner, like, you had three meetings that day yep. or whatever, or you had hockey camp with the kids. Like you just yep. like probably this week, it's not you. It's yes. me. Like we've got a lot of shit going on. So let's like plan a date or not even plan a date, but like just hang out. On yeah. That's interesting Saturday. that you said time. Cause time will come up. Time and money are one of the biggest holdbacks for a lot of people when they're either looking to heal or they're looking to do something that they enjoy or they want to change or they want to pivot and time is the worst for women so they won't solo pleasure or they won't have sex or they won't do something because there's not enough time and I'm like time is just an illusion you have to create it but you don't want it to be added to your list of like I gotta fit it in you just want to create that bubble you want to create that date night and you want to make that happen because that's very important for relationships and in relationship with yourself. But the communication, you can read any book, you can Google it, you can ask any expert. Communication is huge mm-hmm. for relationships because I don't know what you're thinking and you don't know what I'm thinking. So I and can't read your... And definitely can't read, like no. he definitely can't read my mind. So no. when my period's coming, he's like, if I had known you were PMSing, I would have like... I just thought you were mad. Like, but <laughs> sex true. is also a really great way to like get laundry folded or some extra tasks done. Like, help me out today on this. This is what we need to get done, and then yes. I'll make time for us later. Like, it's yes. also just tip out there. Yes, a great way to get extra. Because they'll out work of your for partner. it. And that's another thing, ladies. <laughs> your men will do anything. Pretty much. No, no, they they will, and they will tell you, and they don't care. They have no shame. They have no shame. They just... I remember my cousin. She was like... I was about to say her name, which is good. (laughs) 
She was like, God, the power of a blowjob. She's like, I get so much. Yes. So much. Uh, so yes. much. Uh, she's like, I've gotten so much from blowjobs. <laughs> And like, then, look at this new <laughs> men are just they're simple that's why they're simple, simple. and they beings. they do thrive with pleasure as well which i think women are getting there like i'm not at that point yet where i'm like to be fair so that's why i love the barbie movie and i'm just gonna bring it up because so many people were on like they hated it or they loved it yeah i've heard different things too yes did you see it no i haven't so though. they reverse roles of the hierarchy of society oh, okay so in barbie land the women are the lawyers and the judges and the doctors and the everything and then the kens are just there to look good and serve barbie <laughs> right okay so then they end up having to go into bar they ken and barbie go into the real world and then ken realizes that in the real world which is played by Ryan Gosling, so it's very good yes like this is not the way it is like, yes and so he like he like gets all these books from the library and he goes back to Barbie land before Barbie and like changes it and he like takes her home and calls it his matcha dojo and has horses and fire and like pictures everywhere of like this is the way men are and then he gets all the Barbie sister but like I like it because it reverses the role mm -hmm. of gender because um, and there are stats on this um, where's my I think it's called the moment of lift by Melinda Gates so she has 20 years of data yes um, and data throughout the world it's not just what the book is about about how 60% um, women do 60% more and this is one country stats she had different stats for other countries 60% more unpaid labor in the home than men. Absolutely. So that's a big fucking load more it, it is. of tasks to do in a day. It is. That's right? even, that's even, um, it's a high number of when divorces happen, 60% of divorces are initiated by women. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Because they're just not happy. You're fucking tired. <laughs> they're just, tired and they're happy from... for lots of reasons, or unhappy for lots of reasons, and men... Generally, it'll be like, we're not having enough sex. Women will be like, my emotional needs, my emotional connection is lacking. That'll yeah. be, yes. Yeah. There's there's a huge, still a huge, un, like, it's unbalanced. It is unbalanced. It definitely is. I mean, we're, I think our generation is the, like, change makers, to be honest. Um, we won't see it through till the very end because we'll get too old, but... Even just the people I know and the people I'm involved with in the social media world, it's it's changing. Mm -hmm. It's moving. I think so. I which is great. I'm part of a lot of yes. groups who, you know, especially in the art world, like yes, uh, women earn one euro to yes. every ten that men make. Still, so yes. like it's just it's just crazy. It's crazy, and I think you know our generation is like we don't want that. No, and we don't. We finally have a voice for you know what the women didn't really get to speak up before no. like I always think of the world like my grandma lived in <laughs> and like how wonderful of a woman she is yes and like what she could have done but yes she's like I remember talking to her one day and she's so great and I mean it's just like the time she grew up in but she's like so my grandpa passed away whatever like a, I don't know how long ago it was but she's like <laughs> I don't know what shows to watch because he picked all the shows. I, I was know. Like, Fuck. I he know. He picked every show you watched, and now Isn't you don't know wild? what show to watch. What what you want? Like it's wild. She never got to. Like she, it never even crossed her mind. Like, what do you you want? I know. And now she has her music groups, and they play guitar, oh. and they sing, and like, yeah, and she makes this art, and like she's doing what she. Yes. Once. And it's sad that she had to wait till she was like 87. No kidding. To be able to do no kidding. what she wanted. So now we're like, I actually, and we started before the camera and the mic turned on, we were talking about this. Mm -hmm. Like, my kids' needs, they're, I, I want to meet them to the best of my ability. Yes. However, I still, my needs are important too. My uh, hopes and dreams and oh values. God, yes. Yes. And so are my partners. Yes. But like, that's all like an equal that the kids don't fall on me. No. Right. Like that's not, that's me. That's a partnership. Yeah. And I 
have had so many confront confrontational things with even family members and yep. people in Always, the community. Right? And it's like, no, like this is, he is just a part of this. Is, yep. Like that's not my sole job is to like, no, you, know, you so. want that healthy relationship with yourself and your family. Like it's all about being healthy and harmonizing because it's not like your spouse is not getting something. It's not that the kids aren't getting something. It's just all of you are getting what you need. And you don't have to give up some of yourself and your spouse doesn't have to give up some of his self. You want to add, you mm -hmm. want to, you know, enhance it. And I think that, um, the men are also coming. So I've been really lucky to follow a lot of really knowledgeable people and to be around a lot of people of the healthy masculine as well. So that's them realizing that, like, you know, they don't have to live that way either. Right. Like, they don't have to live, like, they go work, provide, you give me supper, you do the laundry, and you take care of it all because you're good at it. And also, you have no emotions or feelings. Yes. And they've had no emotions or feelings for just as long as we have been told to do everything. So we're trying to harmonize that and bridge that gap as well as, as having the healthy masculine with the healthy feminine so they can serve as our king is what they like to call it and that can resonate or not resonate but that's just what you know some of the languages used which is just serving his wife serving his partner to be like I see you and vice versa so that she can soften so that she can flow and be like I can be taken care of I know I can take care of myself already but now I have my spouse that can also be there and vice versa. And vice versa, because sometimes we don't know if our spouse is going to be there. I won't forget the doctor's appointments. I won't forget to pick the kids up. But he could. He, he just could, because he's lived that different lane. And it's not because he's a bad dad. It's not because he's a bad husband. It's just that's what we were raised on. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to pivot that. And when the healthy masculine and the healthy feminine come together... It's, it's like amazing in all aspects of, you know, physical, emotional, mental, financial, like you, you name it. And that's also coming into play because that takes a lot of the talk therapy out too, not shaming talk therapy, but you get into your feelings. You get into like paying attention to things, picking up on things. And that's when a lot of the feelings and emotions will come out of men. They have to practice it just like anything, but mm -hmm. <laughs> it's getting them aware and then they become aware, just like women would become aware. And then like, okay, now I can practice this. And it's just like anything, a sport or a job. The more you do it, the better you are you at it. And you can, you know, change things. You can pivot things. But that helps just the, take the pressure off of relationships and take the pressure off of like, you still got to do a lot of the things, but let's not fight over everything anymore. Because you're trying, I'm trying and then keeping that communication open to be like, okay, like I need, I need my alone time. I need a bath, but I also need to go and have some alone time in the bedroom or something, or I need to go out for a quick drive, or do you want to cook supper together tonight? Or do you want me to cook supper and you can do the dishes? Cause that's another thing I'm super passionate about is being human. I love all things spiritual, but I also know that like, I get sick, I get annoyed, frustrated, and that's also being very human. So I love to talk with, you know, the people that I'm trying to help and with my audiences. Like, you're still human at the end of the day. Yeah, there's no like, way we're going to rock this whole thing. <laughs> no. Like, you got to have, like, it's rainbows and sunshines for sure in Bali if you're meditating 17 hours a day. And people do that. And bless their hearts. Um, I'm not there yet. I live in Lloydminster. Yeah. No. And it's just, you know, a lot of people don't live that way around here. I always quote Mark Manson. He said, everything sucks some of the time. Yes. And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's just the way it is. And then, so following that quote, it's like, you have to, that. yeah. So you have to pick what you're willing to do the sucky parts of, right? Yes. Like you have to pick that thing that you do. So the partner you're with, the life you want, the job you want. And then yes. knowing that you're willing to do the sucky parts. Yes. 
for the outcome of the good parts of what you do. So you yes. gotta really love the stuff you're doing. Yes. Why are you doing it? Oh. Like we came from this industrialized society where mm-hmm. it was just like they're they're uh, pumping out humans and throwing them in the workforce, and it just doesn't work for being humans. Like we're not mm-hmm. robots. Like we are not. Just robots. be like Amazon and actually build robots because that's what you want. Uh, right? Yes. Like that's what you wanted. That's yes. you just want robots. So I know it's like we need. We just need like. Obviously, I'm very passionate about of connecting people to their creativity because it's a very safe bridge. Yes. It's a very it safe bridge to get back to um, that voice inside. Like, what do I love? What yep. do I want out of life? It's just like it quiets your brain uh, enough that be like, wow, I actually, I don't want a nine to five bank job. Or I love my nine to five bank job because... Like, say, Synergy Credit Union. Like, I always walk in there, and we're recently switching because I like their core values. I love Mm -hmm. what they do to the community. I know a lot of them. I see them out doing good things in our community. So I'm like, they're connecting with me. It's going to be fucking hard to change our banking. (laughs) Like, really hard. (laughs) Like, they sent me the list, and I'm like, oh, this is, like, instant overwhelm. But I just align with that right yeah so, like I see like if I had to work at a bank job which no one would ever hire me because I would fuck up so hard <laughs> I could be their greeter I could be like welcome to the bank thank you for being here <laughs> yeah like I could be the bank greeter that's all they could trust me with their backup plan but like and I would arrange their their community events that's my job at the bank uh, marketing Anyway, uh, like, so, like, I could see, like, a bank job being okay, and, like, nine to five isn't so bad, because, like, that's, you show up for work, you're at work, and then you get to come home, versus my life of weird fucking hours, right? Like, so I'm not just throwing out, like, follow your passion, it'll work out, it's really fun. It's, like, I worked my tail off, like, till midnight some nights during parenthood, to get to just the spot I am where I'm finally thriving. Like, and that's yes. like a decade of doing that and yes. like pivoting, uh, diversifying income as a creative, like, and not just making art and selling it. It's like, yes. But so there were sucky parts of me following my passion. Yes. And then there's good parts of like, you can be passionate at working at the bank because banks, if you just don't view them as evil, they yes. do good things too. Mm-hmm. And you just have to know, you know, what that is for you. And then I feel like once, and I mean, that's like middle, I love the Stutz, sorry, my mind like jumps around really hard, but the Stutz um, documentary on Netflix with Jonah Hill and his therapist, and he talks about this pyr- pyramid, and I talk about mm-hmm. it in my book, it's just less visual. I talk about your like foundation in the building blocks yep, of who yep, you are. Yes. But I like his pyramid because it's very visual, but... That's like midway pyramid, but like the first part and the foundation of you and every experience and who you are. Actually, if that's not thriving, if your self-care and your self-pleasure and your self-worth like and um, like taking a bath because you want it, moving your body, eating and being in touch intuitively with mm-hmm. who you are, mm-hmm. if that's not working, then nothing else is going to work. But and I it feel can't. Like feel like career and work and what your purpose or if you're a stay-at-home parent or whatever that is um you really have to like that has to be what you have to ask yourself what you want first of all 100 like, percent, because it's which, the majority of your life that's your time time yes. is your most precious commodity it and is so i feel like that's like a really it's a big place to start but that's mm-hmm. like number one and then mm-hmm. And then your career and then your relationships and everything on top of that start thriving and you start like um, inspiring others through example yes. and like really like sparks are flying off your little pyramid. Right? Yeah. And it's like a domino effect because um, I like to use the visual to simplify it. It's like, just honestly take a cup. And if you are, f- if your cup is full and you can't fill your cup up anymore, what do you do? Well, you, you just put the coffee pot down. But then if you're, you're not drinking your cup, then it's staying full the whole time. Just think of that as your body. If your stress is from your toes all the way up to your, your head every day, 
you have no room for anything else. You have no room to be touched. You have no room for more decisions. You have no more room to make moves. And so if you're not releasing that out to the world with whatever that looks like, yoga, talking, you know, pleasuring, vacations, and also loving the fuck out of your life unapologetically, <laughs> then you're just, you're running on that adrenaline all the time. Go, mm -hmm. go, go. Your body's not being able to release any of that stress, any of that yuckiness, any of that heavy feeling, that stagnant energy. Because we're all energy. Our body's all energy. And you don't have to be spiritual and be into Reiki. But it's just shifting all that energy. Be women, mindful. Women are always so tight in their shoulders. They're always up here. We're always so tight. That's where we hold our tension. Men hold their tension in their back. Their backs are always sore. Their lower backs. And yes, you can exercise and you can eat well. That all, it all intertwines. But your mind is very powerful. Mm -hmm. Very powerful. And I love how you used alignment because that's used a lot in human design, astrology, um, a lot of those types of modalities is you're living out of alignment. You could call your life shit or stressful, but we need stress in our life. We need good stress. We need bad stress. Bad stress as yeah, humans. You definitely need to feel uncomfortable. We have to be able to, you know, move into action when something goes wrong. We got to have those parts of us, but living out of alignment is when that you don't want to go to your job, when you're always tired, when you stare blank at that person that you think you have to be friends with, but you're like, why do I just feel so fucking tired when I leave our coffee chat? It's because you're just, that you're not vibing with that person today or that month. Um, family, putting up boundaries with family because you're like, hey, like I love you, auntie, but like, whoa, once a year is enough. And that's okay, it's okay. But living in alignment is generally like the goal or the value or like something to reach towards because that's where you will feel your best. And that's where you will all of a sudden start doing all the things that you love. Because mm -hmm. your end time is huge. And then it, it's a trickle effect. So who you're surrounding yourself with is what huge. you're saying is like really huge. It is huge. It is very huge because that is just like you're going out into the world. So, you know, if you're a hermit or an introvert, a lot of people will just stay in and stay in clothes. But if they're not supposed to be like that and they need that interaction because we're also human beings love interacting. They do, but a lot of people won't do it. So your social circle is a huge thing as well mm -hmm. because if you're not being surrounded by people who make you feel good, who make you feel light, who make you feel like you could just sit in their presence forever, that's a probably an indicator of like something's not right and it could just be a season because we all go through that but for most people it's not yeah no and that's okay definitely and to let go of those relationships it's like that you feel some sort of obligation yes that's a good word yeah 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 and yeah I definitely like I reevaluated a lot of friendships when I really pivoted in my life and I yeah. was like I need I really need to be uplifted. I found a lot of, like, I found so many friends in an, well, during COVID and online communities and yes, other artists and other mother artists, like, struggling and going through the same things and yes. so supporting them and them supporting me and then, like, supporting careers, which I hadn't done a lot of friends, like, I didn't have a lot of friends who, like, manage their own businesses. So, like, yes. I needed friends to be, like, girl, it's okay to ask for money and want like $120,000 a year or $10,000 a month or whatever you want to make. Like, yes. like it's okay. Like yes. there's no shame in that. And I'm not going to no. shame you for not wanting to sit in the hockey rink while you're six year old. Like there's so much weight on that. Like, why aren't you there every time? Mm -hmm. Like, why aren't you? Because I, well, first of all, I have two other kids. Yep. don't really want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, neither do I. I that. <laughs> so their dad, he really wants to be there. Yes. He wants to skate on the ice. He wants to talk with all the parents about hockey. Yes. Because they love hockey. I don't love hockey. I support Gus 
and that he moves his body and that's his way to move yes. his body yeah but we also move our bodies 5k every morning yeah and we have a great time doing it yeah so it's not like i'm not meeting my children's needs yeah it's we're meeting our needs as a family yeah and so people with who don't judge me yeah for those things like it is letting go of those oh. relationships or when you said yes walking away from you're like fuck that was the worst yeah and i don't feel like i should like maybe... when you want to go and sleep and have a nap after that is a that's when you need to look inwards and be like okay what just happened that did not feel good i mean i still feel that like because it doesn't ever go away sometimes and you're like okay whew, i need to take a break i need to take a break and it all just comes back to yourself because look what happens you know we have to still take what we need to take and give our energy or get our energy back up because we did go to the hockey rink and it was like, oof, that was not, that was not good. Well, I'm social. I actually like going. Yes. And it's I am social it's, too. It's three times a week. So. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's like, it I has do, to be in the right environment. If I the right... went there three times a week, like the ball would drop in my business, my home life, yes. everything, my own self care. Like, yeah. like that's, and then so having three kids in that environment mm-hmm. is an unrealistic mm-hmm. expectation for our family. So and I fought very hard to make it not happen. Yeah. And if you don't have needs, I suggest getting needs because needs are fun. They're exciting. They are pleasurable. And yeah, because you have your wants too, right? But it's like you'll sustain your business and you'll parent and you'll be a spouse and you'll take your kids to hockey and you'll do those things. But then like the needs of like, hmm, what can I do on top of that for self-care, self-love, self-pleasure? That's where it's fun. That's mm-hmm. where it's exciting. That's where I'm like, okay, I can't wait tomorrow to try my new toy. And it's going to be amazing. By the way, did you say something on your social about butt plugs? Did I? Um, I share things about butt plugs. I'm pretty sure because my husband, yeah, definitely caught it. Oh, shit. He's like, Darcy. So I... (laughs) I don't have one and I don't use one, but it's very common because that's where you can have an orgasm. Right. Yeah. And it's becoming more popular. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So thanks. Yes. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I just... No. I'm not down that... I'm not down that lane yet. You're not up that there's, lane yet. Yeah, up. And there's actually a lot of really good benefits to it too for women with our cervixes. When, because when, like after like cervix when it's like collapsed or what are you talking about? So I don't know the ins and outs of that yet, but um, Kira Stashuk would be perfect to do that. That's what she does, and I'm gonna go meet her and be like, can you just tell me if my pelvic is pelvis is out? Can you- Yes. Figure that out. She is amazing. So, um, no, I've just been kind of like, it's been trickling in and out of my social media. I was like, I need to like learn that somehow. Vagina Whisperer on Instagram. Do you follow her? No, I follow a lot of vagina doctors. She always talks about pelvic floor. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do your, like you can come in from your anus just a little bit at a different angle, right? And in a different spot. So, I mean, obviously there's the pleasure to it. So, um, yeah, I'm not there yet. No? No. I no. mean, <laughs> you got, you were a late bloomer. So. I was a super late bloomer. Like a year or two and then you'll be in the butt. I <laughs> wouldn't take it off the table because you just want to keep going. I, I mean, think there's whatever. so many pleasure spots down yeah. there. Figure it out. And there's a safe way to do it. There is. Like you, there's a lot of doctors. Um, Sex with Emily. She's very, very knowledgeable and super funny and relatable. She's all about try anything. What? Sex with Emily? Yes. Yes. On Instagram? Yep. She's a big time. She just wrote a book. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. I could, I could share so many. Just email it to me and I'll share them in the notes for yes. everyone. These are like, these are doctors, which sometimes people like the credentials. Some people like, because they've done the research of, you know, right. the scientific 
aspect behind it and like the ins and outs of her body like they can they get it we don't right so it helps people to be like okay like they understand but then they've also done the work of like pleasure so then they bridge that together because they're like it's safe and effective whether you want to you know fix something or what you want to enhance something so I think it's great because it's just like it helps ease the conversation for some women too because women hate talking about yeah vulnerable things and that is vulnerable women's vulvas and vaginas that's vulnerable you know and to soften that entrance and to soften that conversation doctors like sex with Emily help to start the conversation so it's not so like boom I think yes like conversations about it and because like you said your mind is such a powerful thing and Mm -hmm. for women specifically and not saying it's not for men or anyone who falls in between anywhere on the spectrum yeah but um physically like just so much of your physicality is affected by emotions and it 100% is and here's another opposite for men and women is as we get into our 30s and 40s our sex drive enhances for the most part if we're like living in alignment we're feeling healthy we're feeling good our sex drive peaks and keeps peaking men's testosterone once they hit 40 starts decreasing Mm -hmm. so that's when they'll start not lasting as long their erections will go soft quicker um their orgasms will become less and so then they start having the downfall of oh shit not everything's working the way it's supposed to whereas generally we are opposite Mm -hmm. we're like how does this work this isn't working like what other spots are going and then all of a sudden our body's like go time in our oh, I can't wait. 40s. <laughs> I can't wait. So, and just a few years away. Right? And yeah. it's like interesting how again we're so opposite, but to dwell on it, it's not going to get us anywhere. So, that's when men will start taking, you know, enhancements to last longer. That's when they'll start doing Mm-hmm. what we women could do too with we had creams or that's why viagra is most likely yeah yeah a hot thing yeah and yeah oh, for sure yeah so i think that also though like taking care like i always advise people like if you're feeling overwhelmed just go for a walk and like have a yes. snack and have a tea and just like if mm-hmm. you can if you have kids Go outside and take wherever they can run in a field or go to a park and yes. just like take some breaths. Take some breaths. I have it can be a super tattooed onto my my shoulder um, because sometimes you can't get out of it, right? No, like it's the end the of way the end is. of summer's tough and it just is. I mean, kids are busy. They're busy. I, I said. It's so funny. And if you ask the universe or God or whatever you believe in, it yep. will provide. And uh, my husband and I were like, we need like a sitter that can keep up with the boys. And then <laughs> the next week, this little boy, well, not little, he's 12, started showing up in our garage every day. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of kids in our neighborhood. Yes. And so finally I was like, Finally, because there's so many boys that I, like, can't keep track of who they are. Yes, where they yes. I don't know their parents. It's a big neighborhood. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, what's your name, first of all? Yeah. And so then the next day, I didn't want to creep them out. I was like, what's your mom's name? And, like, would you be interested? And you can, I'll still be home, but so I can get some work done or have me time or anything. Yes. Anything, anything with them not here. Yeah. How about? Yeah. Because they're bored of me too. Oh, absolutely. Right? And they get sick so, of us. So, yeah. he just comes on like one day of the week and That's he takes awesome. them to like parks and for Slurpees and like nothing crazy. He's 12. So yeah. like, like our cousins did when we yeah. were little. Like That's for amazing. A Slurpee trip. Yeah. And then you send them with money and then they clean the garage and work for their money. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Yeah. But like. Because that's me every day. Every morning I take them out to burn energy and have a good time. I enjoy it every day, but they get bored of me. So like an exciting 12-year-old boy who's into the same games, the video games and iPad stuff and things I don't know about. He shows up with different cool new remotes and different like stuff. And like 
I know he's 12 too and he doesn't know everything and he's learning but like it's so funny how he just came up out of nowhere so like I'm just asking for help I, think I was like just gonna say one. if you circle back to that and just like put that on a billboard one day please that would be great is don't overthink it we're creatures of habit as women yeah. that you have to ask for help oh my gosh you do people can't read your mind we can't do it all. We can't do it all. No. And we're not supposed it. to do it all. Even no. one day a week is huge, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I can just get caught up on a few things. They're in and out of the house and totally destroy yes. things. But yes. it doesn't matter. Like, sometimes they're not here for an hour. Like Which at is the amazing. Yeah. What's up? And it's quiet. You What? So. You bit your own whip? Oh, do you need a kiss there? You need a kiss right there? We like talking. Okay. Yeah. We were, yeah, we had like a big, we just started. We didn't podcast right on time because, no, 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 no. (laughs) We're like getting close to them. We were talking for like half an hour before we started because it's just the way it is. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But I think that's a really great spot to end is don't be afraid to ask for your help. Communicate your feelings. Communicate. And... Um, also ask for help from like to get support. Like I mentor people and artists, um, through like creative block or balancing their lives or like mother artists doing like, should I go back to school? I'm like, no, yes, no, you don't have time for that. No, just paint, just show up and paint every day. Yes. You know, stuff like that. So don't, please don't go spend 60,000 more dollars in two years of your life and going back to school. I freaking love that. Yeah. Just paint and yes. sell it or whatever. Do it for yourself, but do not. Yes. Please do not go back to school. Anyway, so I help people. Uh, and so I want uh, everyone, coaching is, and I've had coaches, and it's, it's like it can change your absolute whole life. Like it can, it can. It can pivot your whole life, and people can see in two minutes your coach, or you have to find the right person. Yeah, in two minutes, what you haven't seen for years, right? And empower you to take that brave step. And that's what we're here for. And I think like any type of coach, even in the sports world, a type of coach in in the art world, we're there to support them on the longevity. And like my packages are like, I'm with you every day at some capacity, at some scope. Like bless the therapist, bless the psychologist. Um, but they're limited when it comes to their availability. You know, I can show up in my clients' worlds to be the observer, to be the supporter, more than just 55 minutes a week, say. Mm -hmm. So that's what I love about the coaching world is to not only be their empowerment, to be their voice of reason to support them in those tough decisions, but to be the observer because we can do this for, my packages are like four to six months. Because let's, let's make action happen. Let's embody this so that you can go out into the world and start living that mm-hmm. fully. Well, daily habits and routine are yeah. the biggest thing. To yeah. still have that like support for a few months or six months is really important to like get yes. you into that. And that's, that that's exactly longer. right, is the habit so that you're not just a one-off. A, a, one talk therapy is great, but it, it's the longevity, the quality is... You need it longer. You just do, and it's okay. And why don't you want to... One session is like putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. Yeah. Really. And like you get a best friend for four to six months. Like, I love that. I was like, yes. Like, I could tell Janine anything, and it was amazing Mm because it's lonely sometimes talking with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank Um, you. And where can everyone find you? Like, what's your biggest... Instagram is your biggest... Instagram's my one and only. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it called? I am Darcy Heck. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Simple. Um, yeah. So we'll put that in the notes for people to find. Okay, cool. And um, reach out to Darcy if you like what we talked about today, which I'm thinking a lot of people will. To see and, any uh, questions or to feel yeah. seen. You're not alone. You're not broken. You are not yeah. broken. No. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Some seasons... My friend said that to me a long time ago. Some seasons are meant to strengthen us. Yes. Katarina Popova said that. I was like, thank you so much for your time. 
Um, I'm, I'm just going to thank our sponsors today because I'll just be real with you, like, like I'm not real with you on the regular, uh, but I'm super tired and feeling pretty sick for like seven days straight now. Mom, What's up? Um, can I wait my, make my straw rainbow now? Did you just toot? No, we're not making rainbow straws right now in the art oh, studio. No. That's why I don't sit down here anymore. Daddy's just like, oh, I have free reign. We can do whatever together down here, right? Like, dump paint everywhere. He put the plunger in paint yesterday. That was cool. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you for being here and your support, as always. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, and um, thank you to Nouveau Laser and Aesthetic Center. Oasis Hot Yoga and Mom, Spin Studio Red Bites. this is dry now. This is dry. I know. Acrylic paint dries so fast. Pretty cool. I'm going to make us some ramen beef bowls. Sound good? Uh, and I'm going to make this rainbow. Okay, tomorrow. I promise we'll make it rainbow. You can help me cook a noodle bowl. Does that sound yum? No. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Nope. Get out of that paint. Okay. Uh, Red Bicycle Communications, Bio Clean, Disaster Services. <laughs> Have a great day, my friends. If you're looking for some time for yourself to relax, release, and unwind, Oasis has the perfect space for you. They offer yoga and spin classes of all levels. Whether you are a beginner or advanced student, Oasis thrives on accommodating all aspects of the practice. Let their serene environment and gracious staff help you in your journey of peace, healing, and strength. Sign up online at www.oasishotyogastudio.com or by downloading the Oasis Hot Yoga Studio app. Feel like yourself. You deserve it.